You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Listen, people, 
Listening to African Perspectives, where we review the issues of our day from an African worldview and African centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Tymeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured a libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. 
You say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So we poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi Hotep family. Hope everything is well with you today. Hope you're going to have a great weekend and hope you get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do, and hoping that the weather will be accommodating for you to do it. But of course, if it is not, and it still has to get done, you ain't going to put it off. You'll get it done. Because you don't procrastinate. I mean, let's be real. 
If it's that bad, then, I mean, hey, we understand that. But, hey, if it can get done and it must be done, you'll get it done. <laughs> this is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 8 to 10 Pacific, or any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. At the top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that. and the drop down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. Thanks to my good brother, Brother Kwaku. Appreciate him very much. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening. Uh, this program is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. All times are going to give our Eastern times. On Mondays, Black Therapy Central from 8 to 9 with Dr. Uh, Kamal Kambon, his wife, Dr. Mawia Kambon, and her daughter, Nataki Kambon. From 9 to 10 on Mondays, Conversation, Reparations with Brother Jamoke and Sister Lacey every first and third Mondays. Tuesdays, from 8 to 10, Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. William Rogers. On Thursdays, from 7 to 8 on Thursdays, Mississippi on the Move, the Black Liberation Movement, Mississippi on the Move. If it's Friday and it's 8 p.m. Eastern, it's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. This tonight from 8 p.m. until tomorrow, Saturday from 7 to 9, the Sankofa Elders Council. And on Sunday at 7 p.m., once again, it's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And of course, the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. Also, too, you can access it, whatever you use. Um, Google, Firefox, um, E, uh, uh, Internet Explorer, whatever. Whatever search engine you use, put in babaoshi.net. B-A-B-A-O-S-H-I.net. Babaoshi.net. And then, once again, programs that are dated and titled. Uh, I'm going right to the Inye Sesim. We have our guest. He's actually our ho- uh, co-host. And uh, that's my good brother from Baltimore, from B-more, brother. Irvin Lewis. This is the Inye Sesim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. November 10th. When does the African study? It may be asked. He studies every day, morning, noon, and night, from the cradle to the grave. He is ever reading the book of nature, and there is never a chapter or page in this book which he is either ashamed of or afraid to look at. He is constantly speaking to the earth, and the earth is constantly speaking to him. The great Pan-Africanist, Edward Wilmot Blyden. Credentials in classrooms are useless unless they lead us toward consciously applying knowledge to improve the quality of our community. Common African sense should always be common African sense should always be the marker of our intelligence. Despiritualized, dehumanized philosophies which materialize every objective do nothing but move us away from our natural African way of knowing. We are a people of the people. We are the ascendants of those wise human beings who interpreted and created reality out of the model divided, provided by divine order. Artificiality and distortion are not our natural way. 
in every single solitary area of human activity, we recognize our faults and human aspirations. We know that if we are to be human, we have no mold our thinking. We have to mold our thinking to serve each other. We were fully aware that being human is consciously benevolent participatory act. For this reason, our ancestors realized that wisdom unapplied is itself exact opposite. Those of us who still accept that we are our ancestors know that wisdom is only found through conscious study of our divine consciousness. And by definition and by definition, study is the act of communing with the universal truth. Most importantly, through we know that if it remains unapplied in service to our people as an intellectual property, it is of less worth than thoughts we would ever consider stupid. Affirm always and forever I study nature. Affirm always and forever I study nature. November 11th. It is our duty to fight. It is our duty to win. We must love each other and protect each other. We have nothing to lose but our chains. Our dear sister, Asada Shakur. The nature of one's relationship with each, with other people is critical, determining factor in how they organize themselves relative to others. The difficulty or ease with which that relationship evolves over the centuries tells us and them how to realistically deal with these others and how to practically organize themselves in preparations of those dealings. For African people, there is no more pressing evidence of our relationship with other people than they are warring against us. Let me repeat, brothers and sisters, for African people, when we study and look at the situation, there is no more pressing evidence of our relationship with other people than they're warring against us. The war against our motherland is fueled and orchestrated from outside. The destruction of our diasporic communities have been the work of the same aliens, regardless of where the conflict is more intense or visible or who the perpetrators and initiators are. It remains obvious that we as a people are at war for our very existence. There is a common effort among the world's established aspiring powers to subjugate and commit genocide against African people. Our bodies, minds, spirits, and our natural resources are our great strategic value to these various combatants who are contend contending for dominance in the unfolding new world disorder. Affirm, it is my duty to win. Ashe, affirm, it is my duty to win. November 12th. It is no more harm for a man to kill a man who is trying to kill you than it is for you to take a drink of water when thirsty. In fact, the man who will stand still and let another man murder him is worse than an infidel. And if he has common sense, he ought not to be pitied. I say. That's right. David Walker. David Walker's appeal. David Walker. If you control the minds of men, you control the hands of men. 
That is the logic of those who invest in stealing, in stealing the uh, slavery or survival mentality in those that physically and mentally abuse us. They know that broken individuals assume mental and physical postures readily obeying the wise of any master or the wishes of any master. Such individuals systematically seek to anticipate their master's every fear and pleasure. The survival mentality is strong in them. Too many of us have internalized and other directed definitions of freedom. They seek the route of least resistance, settling for toys and simple emotional gratifying exercises that do no more than occupy their time. This is not living. It is just surviving. It is existing hand to mouth from day to day. Such a mentality is not conducive to empowerment because it is based on the acceptance that the pain or death that oppressors can exert is normal and permanent and stronger than anything else that we can amass. Specifically within our community, Negroes, Negroettes, lost souls, zealots of Eurocentric religions and other Western political institutions and homosexualized individuals epitomize this mentality in the modern European cultural context. If in possession of common sense, such individuals should not be pitied. Affirm, I control my own mind. Affirm, I control my own mind. Brothers and sisters, the Inye Sasim of daily revolutionary thought. Yeah, the Inye Sasim of daily revolutionary thought. Brothers and sisters, I'd like to welcome my dear friend and brother who's a retired firefighter like I am. You know, so we have that perspective, you know, and uh, he's he, he's a also too he's a uh, a veteran. So hey, so hey, Herb, do I say this to you? Thank you for your service. Because <laughs> 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 if you if you go on if you go on Facebook, it's all over there, man. You know, everybody's putting their pictures <laughs> up from thirty, forty, fifty years ago, and, and then the responses. Thank you for your service. You know, I tell you, you know, I, I, I almost joined the service, you know, and, uh, right. but, um, I missed the Navy question. I was living in Norfolk, Virginia. And of course they're you know, the Navy's that's where, that's where the Navy is. They have this, the Naval shipyards there and everything like that support. And so, uh, I missed it by two questions and I'm like, wow. Wow. Yeah. And I, Took my ass back to Milwaukee, <laughs> but and, and sometimes things are for you and sometimes not. And I thought that just wasn't for me, man. And uh, and I'm glad. No, you know. But you know, you know what's surprising though, Irv? For you, before you introduce what? yourself, what's yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. so what's surprising to me is the number of conscious, strong brothers and sisters who were in the military. Because I know that the military, you know, the the, the idea is this to prepare you to go out and fight for this situation. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. not to question it, not to do that. Just, if I give you the direct order, you go out and fight. But yet and still, these brothers and sisters, and I can name many of them off the top of my head, you know, right now. In fact, I saw Professor Small in his uh, uh, Army uh, uniform from back in the day. You know, Ben Enjai, I can 
lot of these cats, brother deep, all oh, man, just good, conscious, strong-minded men and women like yourself, like yourself, brother. Back, introduce yourself. <laughs> First, let, let me give uh, all praise to the Creator, um, my God, that, that that keeps me living and keeps me going. I I, I gotta give honor to. To, to God, first of all. all right. But I want to thank you for for letting me uh, talk on your radio show, Oshi. This is an honor. Uh, this is this is amazing to me uh, that you would even think that I would have something to say. Uh, I want people to know who I am. I'm from Baltimore, like you say. Um, oh, sorry hello? about that. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You good? Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm from Baltimore, like you say. I'm um, I'm a 35 year veteran from the fire department. Uh, I did everything in the fire department, uh, from teaching to fighting fires to inspecting. I did it all. I did. I, if you did, if it was to be done, I did it. I actually was in the military for four years. And and, and when people say uh, the military, uh, people that are in the military, I I hear these uh, folks, mostly people of, of of the Caucasoid type people, they come up and say, "I want to thank you for your service," and then they'll come back that up with, "I support the troops." <laughs> okay, what that mean? You know, the brothers, the brothers yeah. sleeping outside, outside the Social Security building mm. in a tent. Yeah. And you walk, he's a veteran, and you walk to him and said, I support the truth. What does that mean? To you? That means absolutely nothing. nothing. Your tax nothing. dollars go to, to getting bombs, but, but you got to have a bake sale to feed a veteran. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I support the troops. Okay, cool. You wore a hat. That, okay, great. There you go. And you salute it. All right. Great, man. To a flag. All right. There you go. Symbolism. But that's what we do. But yeah. um, also, a lot of people don't know that I'm, I'm, I'm also an actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I have a couple of movies on Amazon Prime uh, right now, as a matter of fact. Um, give us uh, a, give when us, I was in, out, out in Hollywood for 12 years. Yeah, give us the titles. And I was acting. Say it again? Give us the titles of the movies. Oh, I, did, I have a movie on right now called... See, you can't tell people nothing now because they'll Google you, bro. You can say you drove a truck and they'll Google you. I don't see you on here. <laughs> so you better bring it, bring the truth. I have a movie, a movie called The Perfect Mate, which is a, a religious, a faith-based uh, romantic comedy with uh, Lawrence Hilton Jacobs and uh, Jack Hay uh, called The Perfect Mate. And also have a movie called When It Comes Around, another movie with Jack Hay, where, uh, which is where which are pretty interesting. And you can see them right on there. And there's also a movie called The um, Affection of a Tiger. I did some, a couple commercials with Kevin Hart. So I was pretty busy out there for 12 years mm-hmm. doing doing some things, a lot of a lot of fun, you know, a lot of fun. And I still perform. Uh, I, I, I audition for plays and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not an obsession with me. My my obsession in life is, is to see our people be victorious in, in gaining our sovereignty, our self-determination, and, 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 and being – what what I want black people to do is to understand that we're in a war. See, you can't fight somebody if you don't know you're in a fight. Now, Harriet, uh, was it Harriet Tubman who said it best? He saved what five thousand, but she could have saved six thousand. I'm just throwing yeah. the number out. If they knew they were slaves, right? See, you know, and, and until white people tell us what to think, and I, and I do say people who identify themselves as white, until they tell us what to think. We don't know what to think because we don't look at things from a historical perspective. Right. If, if you think this is the first time this has happened, then you'll go with that. But if you do a little research, read a book or two, um, listen to some elders, you'll find out that all this has been done before. 
the Bible tells you that there's nothing new under the sun, right. which is a beautiful book mm -hmm. that teaches you how to live a righteous life. But when you throw man into it, what I'm talking about religion now, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. sorry I switched over, but I'm not sorry because I don't. I'm not apologetically black. I said that's not me. That's I wasn't right. going to apologize in the first that's place. That's right. But Unapologetically we, <laughs> African. There you go, brother. That's we're the, never going to apologize. No, uh -uh. But um, but <laughs> when we throw <laughs> man into it, it, spirituality is organized religion. So once you throw man into it, then he puts his two cents, and and then and there in turn comes the comes the constructs, the constructs of race, the constructs of class. You know, all mm -hmm. these other things that separate you into these little compartments. And then and then there's the man behind the curtain. But then when you say the word Jew, uh, you can't say that. It's like you can't say the word gay. You can't say that. I can say whatever I want to say. Mm. And, 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 and that's because if we want to play with the word, let's play with the word. Mm -hmm. the, Jew, the Jew doesn't call himself a Jew. He calls himself Jewish. Are, are we blackish? Are we, are we Africanish? <laughs> no, I'm African. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. So we, we're we're playing with words and, and, and semantics and all those types of things. But, brother, I, I am glad you have me on. I have so much to say about a whole lot of things. I want to quickly tell people that in Baltimore, I think you know the brother Jabari here in Baltimore. I don't know if you – Jabari, he's – the brother Kwesi, Kwesi, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's having a uh, – he's speaking tomorrow. Yes. And uh, the, the, the talk is – yeah, Oshawa yeah, Crazy. Is that, is that tomorrow, Saturday? Saturday? Let me start. Thank you. Right. To me. Let me, let me, Christianity let me. and the origin yeah. of the Christmas holiday, yeah. which yeah. Let me pull I'm not up. saying I already know that, but mm -hmm. I understand, I've stopped celebrating mm -hmm. European holidays when I stopped being an uh, Afropean and became, um, <laughs> yeah. and, and became my true self, which is an African. Yeah. And I say that to people, and I, and I say it with, a, with power. Mm -hmm. You are an African. And they look at me and they, they fight it, but they don't say anything mm -hmm. because they know that deep down in their heart, they are African. You, you, you're trying to embrace something that you can't embrace. You can marry as many white women as you want. You can have as many children as you want. You are African, whether you want to be or not. Mm -hmm. It's in you. The African is in you. You don't have to be in Africa. A Jew has never been Israel. He calls himself a Jew. Never been Israel. Sure. And, and, so, and, and supported never, come on now. and supported wholeheartedly sends money hmm. on a monthly, yearly, whatever basis. Exactly. Come on now. They know that's their homeland, so they don't need to go there because that has been constructed for them. And then they may want to go there and take a vacation, go to Tel Aviv and da 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 da. You know, go go to the Wailing Wall and do that bobbing shit and all that. And then they come back to New York or come back to Florida or whatever. Yeah, you're right. Because they, they, that's the world that they have. But anyway, family, uh, Brother Irv was talking about the uh, Oshawa Kwesi is going to be in Baltimore at the African Origins of Christianity and the Origin of the Christmas Holiday. It's going to be tomorrow, the uh, 11th. No, excuse me, Saturday, the 12th. Doors open right. at 7 p.m. And it's going to be at the uh, TNAT Holistic Wellness Center. The TNAT, right. And that's 5527th Hertford Road, Baltimore, Maryland. And so... Uh, that's right. So, you know, right. you know Ashwa Kwesi, he always has a dynamic presentation. I've heard him many times. And uh, have some of his, his information, have some video 
Hashem was crazy good. I think that aside from, well, Renoka was giving tours of, of Kemet and others, but Hashem Kwesi has been doing an outstanding job. In fact, he was with Baba Nana Balfour, Asa Hilliard, when he made his transition. Ashwa was with, he was on that tour with Ashwa. I mean, he was on that tour. Oh, wow. Yeah, Asa Hilliard, when he when he passed in Kemet. And of course, Renoko passed in Kemet, now going on going on two years. So, but yeah, so brothers and sisters, if if, those in the Baltimore area, if you're going to be in the Baltimore area, you're going to want to check this out. Um, It's $25 until the date. I think it's at $35 after. So I don't know about all that. They, they, you know, the whole idea with that is to encourage (laughs) the early Mm -hmm. ticket sellers. Let me just coming up because it's hard to plan that way. I understand that, but still. You know, whatever it is you got to do, but you want to want to, you're really going to want to hear this presentation. I would like to hear it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, the origins of the Christmas holiday. But if also, too, if you can't do that, then you can go to the brother who's, who I share a birthday with. And that is Dr. Akashimusa Bereshango, Dr. Bereshango. And we don't celebrate these European holidays, you know. Right. Right. Yeah, Dr. Bereshango, he really breaks it down as well. So. All right. Well, brother, real quick, brother, brother Oshi, uh, when it comes to the $25 and and the $35 afterwards, let's put that in perspective. Um, When you go to your uh, to your Baptist church and the pastor asks you to give from your heart and your tithes, you reach in your pocket and you give. When you go to Macy's, you don't negotiate about a price on a handbag. You don't negotiate. uh, Well, this is cost too much. But the information that you're going to get from this brother, I, I agree. It's, yes. it's something that you can't, you don't have the time in your life to study, to get where he's forgotten more about what he's talking about than what, than what you will get. Mm-hmm. And you can, and once you get it, and once you get it, because Oshi, no matter who speaks, even when you talk, I don't hear everything you say. I, even when uh, um, Louis Farrakhan talks, I don't hear everything he say, but something resonates with me. No doubt. And that's why I'm listening to him. Yeah. And this right here, if it's 35 it could be $55. It doesn't matter. I'm going to buy the, his yeah. DVD or CD or whatever he has so that I can have it to listen to again. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's worth it, It's really worth it for you to get this knowledge because they can take your car, they can take your house, they can take this radio show from you. That's right. But they can't take your knowledge, brother. No, they, no, they, they can't. can't. You, they can't mess oh, with my you, mind. That's for sure. You're come right. Come on now. The one yeah. thing you you said at the end of every show mm-hmm. that the oppressor uh, likes the most is your mind. Your mind. And he don't have to put a chain on you if you won't even go through the door. Door wide open. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've got it good here, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you won't leave. Yeah. What I need with integrity. Yeah. But no. I'm just saying that we we have to uh, realize that uh, this twenty five or thirty five dollars that he's asking for is it's not going to make him rich. He's no. not going to be a, a, a he's, oh, he's not going to be a, a rich basketball player or, or whatever. And if he does get rich, and what? And what? These are these people are dying off, and but their message isn't going to die because we're going to keep it going. And I'm passing it on to my son, right on. who's all ears right, right now. Yeah. And I, and I don't say it. I live it. Mm-hmm. We live this. This ain't, I'm, I'm not new to this. I'm true to it. I mean that, mm-hmm. you know? And so we, we, we have to understand that there's nothing wrong with being a minimalist. There's nothing wrong with having uh, 
six pairs of shoes instead of 36 pairs. You ain't got but two feet. Mm-hmm. Who, who told you you need all these shoes? Who told you that you got to do your hair like this and put the wig on and the lipstick and the big red lip and put your butt up in there? Who told you that? Who told you that you need a Mercedes Benz to be cool? I like Mercedes Benz. It's a beautiful car. But that's a car. I got there the same time you did in my Nissan. And and you got there in your in your Ferrari or whatever you're driving and so and and what are we saying? Because yeah. it's it's not about what you have, it's about what who you are. Because when you open your mouth, what my, my father said, what's in your head comes out your mouth. That's how that works. So if your head is full of foolishness, well, I got to yeah. get home. Like the one lady told me, I got to see CNN to see what happened in the election for our country. Our country. <laughs> where where are you? And and I don't argue with them because they're so ingrained in it. They will fight you over that. Mm. They will physically fight you. What do you? Well, you leave if you don't like it. Are you serious right now? Mm. You're talking about the same people that strung up your ancestors, the same people that ripped babies out their stomach, the same people that molested their children. You watched Birth of a Nation. They took that off real quick. They quickly got that off because, you know, you, they were showing white people Nat Turner, Nat Turner taking over. Yeah. But they want you to they want you to be in Wakanda. You know, well, we, you know, it's, it's a fairy nice tale. in Wakanda. Yeah, it's a fairy tale. Come on now. You know. So here we, and, and, and real quick, there are only six major movie studios. There are only six. So anything that's green-lighted that's a blockbuster, we'll call it a blockbuster, is something that's nationwide or global. Mm-hmm. There's six Studios and all those studios are headed by people who identify themselves as white. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think is going to come out of that? M- movies aren't entertainment. Movies are teaching. We have to understand that. When you go to a movie and come out, you could tell me everything that happened. You learned something. But when I hear a song, I'm supposed to be dancing. But guess what I can do with a song because it's so repetitious? I can sing it. Mm-hmm. I can sing that song. So I learned it. And movies are teaching you, teaching you what to think, what to wear, what to drive, where to go, who to be with. According to the TV, all black people are married to white women. According to television, because every commercial I see is a black man with a white woman or a white woman with a black man. Mm-hmm. But that's not the reality. Not where I live. So no, no that's brother, not the, we, that's we not are the being... reality at all, because there, there are oh. more brothers and sisters getting married or who are married. I would say venture yes. was over 80, maybe 90%. But that, right. that other 10 to 15% that you see, uh, one of them and one of us, aside from what you see, it just like you said, on television. Because I could remember you would never see an interracial no. couple on television. But in Ooh. the last 15 years, it, it, in fact, I, 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 uh, I did it. I, I sat down and I said, I'm going I'm to watch these commercials. At least give it three hours. For all mm-hmm. those programs, almost within an hour, you would venture to say that there were at least ten to fifteen commercials of interracial easy. couples, easy of interracial couples, you know, because mm-hmm. even though they, they, even though they would say that's an image or promoting it, they don't mean that. They don't mm-hmm. want that. That ain't what they want, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 to some degree, those who engage in that. Uh, who go with Caucasians or, or or go outside their culture? You know, are even though they might be few and far between, 
But those couples are lauded. They're 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 projected. They're 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 shown. You know. But mm-hmm. but we need each other. Yes. Our men and our women. To I mean, because one one of the greatest foundations for our survival as a people, and for us to move into a a, a different direction is family. Men and right. women working together is family. You know that's why. Uh, sisters who got hung up in the feminist movement, that ain't our fight. You know, that's right. That ain't our fight. Those who got those sisters and brothers who are hung up here, particularly here in Atlanta, in homosexuality, those brothers who are strung out on substances, whatever it might be alcoholism, addiction, uh, crack, whatever, you know, those brothers and, you know, who just hate themselves and hate each other because of what the society has shown them and, and, and injected in there to their minds, you know. So we have a very tough time, Brother Irv, as you know, about establishing mm-hmm. our, reestablishing our family, you know, and, and looking at the models that we need to have for good family life. In fact, there's a saying, uh, conditions save conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Why? Because we lack consciousness. And I mean consciousness in terms of awareness of who you are historically and who you are consciously, you know. And then there, and then if you had that, then you know and you understand that we need each other. The, our men and our women must come together to build family. And now you're either, abs- no, don't, you're absolutely correct, Baba, because and really and I'm going to stop after this so that we can move on. But what happens with, with everything that you just said, with the television, uh, with the homosexuality, with the drug addiction, they all are coming for the children. Uh, and right. the chil- mm-hmm. they're coming for the children. Mm-hmm. If I, if even Martin Luther King, and I said this before to you, that Martin Luther King, his army of people that were marching were mostly children. Mm-hmm. The, the powers that be come for the mind that is most impressionable. And, and you, you can't get me to to steal nothing from nobody for what i know the end game a child doesn't he may look like he's grown but he's has a, a mind of a child right they come for the children the, the the byproduct of a marriage is children mm. two men can get married until the cows come home they're not going to have a baby two women can so-called married they're not going to have a baby well you know but yet uh, you don't see the pope jumping yeah. up and down doing backflips about that well you come know on, I, I i did a program uh, many years ago on are the artificial womb, the Caucasian's mindset is so demented and so destructive and evil that he would develop the ability for men to have babies. That's how much he hates women. You know, that's how much he hates women. That's how, that's how much he is. That's how much he has over the history of his existence, alienated women. We have never done that. We knew that we, uh, our women were a compliment to us. And we understood that there was, for us, our very, very survival and our very uh, uh, coming together and excelling as a people, culturally, historically, as a people, was family, men and women together. You know, the European, no, not so much, because look at the Greeks, turned the women off. The women went to the oh, yeah. island of Lesbo. The Greeks. Yeah. The Romans, right. same thing. 
You know, even the statues. Yeah. You can look at the statues. Yeah. They're men, naked men and little children. Yeah. These are the statues I saw in Italy. Yeah. Naked men with little children holding animals. So, so, no women. So they, they, they tell you, they've shown you. And so, uh, but that is not us. Because you no. look at Kemet, that's why when the Greeks came into Kemet, they didn't understand that relationship because it was foreign to them. They didn't understand the dynamics. That's why they call the, the studies the mystery schools because the shit was a mystery to their ass. It wasn't, mm. they, it wasn't the mystery schools. It was, a, it was exerting, exerting knowledge into brothers and sisters, particularly men, you know, for to be the consistent builders of the society to continue to perpetuate it. That society lasted 5,000 years. Wow. You see? Wow. Long before anybody was doing anything, that society was, on, was ongoing, and not just in the northeastern portion of Africa, but throughout the other parts of Africa as well. Maybe not as advanced, okay. uh, um, maybe not as advanced, of course, but it was going on for centuries, millennials, because the African mind is in tune with nature. In fact, one of the, right. you know, and, 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 and of course, that nature understood there has to be balance. They believed in yeah, Ma'at. Yeah. Ma'at, run, Ma'at ruled the society of truth, justice, righteousness, harmony, order, balance. Uh-huh. You know, we got a caller, my brother. How you doing? Good afternoon. Good good morning. Still, are, where you is at? That are, me? Yeah, that's you. Where you at now? You are you in? You're not in Kansas City. I'm I'm I, I'm well. I'm using the phone that was uh, registered in Kansas City, but that's I'm, what I thought. I'm you're right in, now I'm in Ontario. You're I'm in, in Ontario. This, okay, right. You're sir? in Toronto. Okay. This is yeah. who? Yeah, I, I I thoroughly enjoy this discussion. I want to just keep <laughs> quiet and listen because I love to hear wisdom. It, it, it's like putting it on. It's like getting my peanut butter and jelly on my sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Well, then, then go ahead and add uh, to that sandwich, you, brother. <laughs> but you said something in your in your preface that really struck me in my soul, brother. And it was something that was written. But what it, mm-hmm. I think it was uh, a thought of Shakur who had said, "Wisdom uh, uh, unapplied is the exact opposite." Ooh, and mm-hmm. and it is. So deep. I mean, because we got so many people who claim to be wise, yeah. but really don't live by that principle. And so it is the exact opposite, parading as though it is wisdom, but it is not. And I right. thought that was a deep. I mean, that's, a, that's like a morning prayer for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that every morning from now on. <laughs> um, you, you, you all have spoken things that touch me in my soul. I mean, brothers, we ought to be sitting around a table. I mean it. Uh, and I would listen because David Walker was, I, you know, I, I was a, a very unusual student and, and even a child, I think. Um, I remember reading David Walker's appeal when I was around 13, 11, maybe 12, right, right 13 on. years yeah. old. And man, mm-hmm. it hit me in my, I mean, literally that went into my soul. Mm-hmm. And so everything that has proceeded as I visualize and, and, and move about in life, I can see the contradiction of it and how clearly this man saw life and gave wow. me a perspective. It wasn't no constitution. It wasn't no law. It was like what David Walker saw was when black people think for themselves. 
And he wasn't the only one. He just happened to have his put in a a publication that could be transmitted through the time. But, you know, we we have changed. Our our people have changed. When we came here, even even when they held us in bondage, we still had our minds. Mm -hmm. We wanted to get away. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. these Negroes want to get into bondage. And see, and see, they that... want to go to the liquor store. They want to go to the, you know, they want to go to college and be taught mm-hmm. things that white folks will will appreciate, mm-hmm. but things that will denigrate black folks. And they don't even realize they're really black, regardless of what mm. job you got, <laughs> what title they call you. <laughs> you are a. If they don't yeah. say it, it's in parentheses. They got the black mayor. The black president, mm-hmm. the black Supreme Court justice, you see? Yeah. But they don't say the white one. No. So, you know, common sense starts to just be uncommon sense nowadays. And I, like I said, listening to you, brothers, lets me know that I'm not the only, and not that I ever thought I was the only one. But, but, but to know that there are other intelligent brothers that I can learn from and converse with and listen to uh lets me know that i'm in the right place at the right time right on we appreciate that if that makes any sense and i appreciate both of you i appreciate what you're saying and the brother made a brother made he said something that made me laugh and that's something i don't do too much but he talked about (laughs) the negro (laughs) at and and, and i've never heard that term and it is so well applied to nowadays Mm -hmm. i'm gonna if you don't mind i'm gonna use it from Mm -hmm. now on when i refer to certain things Okay. But well, you know, that's situation. I appreciate you, brothers. I oh, really yeah, do. Thank I you. mean, if I can just. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, man, you I appreciate know, you. I'm, and if you can do this, tell some others, man. Tell them to come on and uh, join us. Either you can join us on yeah. uh, uh, com. You can join us on blacktalkradionetwork.com. Or you can call in. It. Or you can call in like you're doing. And of course, you can still use TuneIn. But I, I, I just I was informed yesterday about TuneIn. And when you use TuneIn, and when it's free, they'll throw a commercial in there. I talked with the brother who has Time for an Awakening, Brother Elliot, who does his programs yeah. on Friday at uh, Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern and his program on Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern. And uh, he is the one who has uh, Time for an Awakening, who got it from uh, Brother Scotty Reed, who has uh, Black Talk Radio Network. So they don't have mm-hmm. TuneIn can't break in and, and do a commercial because I don't know they're doing it, but you, you brothers and sisters have let me know. Yeah. I've listened to you and I heard a commercial. You got, you know, you, yeah, they do it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they do it. So, uh, you know, but you, you know, I, I wanted to say, you know, uh, I was in DC for a long time and, uh, I used to do radio at WPFW. You probably heard of that station, but it was back in the nineties. And, um, I was actually sitting in for uh, uh, someone who had a regular program there, and it was Dorothy Healy. And she was one of the few white people that I could talk with. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, In fact, she told me, don't call me white. She said, I'm pink. <laughs> and I realized I was talking to a human being. No, I mean, if you, if you get into the, the, the semantics of what she was saying mm-hmm. to me, she was saying, I'm not like them people. I'm pink. Mm, <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? And it gave, me a, yeah. it gave me some hope that there are some people who are just, I don't want them to do anything for me except leave me the F alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me produce right. the society for my children and grandchildren that I envision. Me- so I'm, I'm saying I don't have a lot of uh, uh, unfamiliarity with the, the power of broadcast. but And that's why I, I really do appreciate what you do there at that station. Because there's more people listening to you than me. 
trust me, many of them just don't have the either ability or the environment to call. But we can learn one plus one is two from anybody that really knows how to explain it. And that you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you know what what yeah. what. what uh, that's what you all do there. Yeah. What brother Elliot ahead, explains brother. to me? No, I'm sorry. No. But but what brother Elliot explained to me? There are people listening. I really don't yeah. know. I, I very seldom check the, the the numbers, but I'm going to I'm going to do that. But I appreciate that. But let me say this: I would do this program Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. if it was only you listening, brother. And I would do this program with all my heart and, and provide all, every information and get resource people or have my good friend, Brother Irvin uh, Lewis, on as a co-host or have him sit in for me, you know, oh, whatever yeah. it is, so we can continue to perpetuate uh, this this ability to oh, yeah. open up and waken up our minds, open up our hearts and our minds to the knowledge of self, to be African-centered, right. to, to return to the source of who we are. You know, because I'm going to say, because no. realistically, this is not an environment for us. And we all Mm-mm. can see that. If we understand that, we just take a moment to step back and look at it. This is not an environment for us. And, and by design, by design, that's right. It's theirs. That's right. <laughs> they define everything. You know, that's right. And you just Even the language we speak in, you know, right. I, I, I think about and that was one of the things that got me interested in broadcasting because I would listen to people. And um, uh, and I, I I didn't finish that point that I was making about oh, PFW, and it oh, yeah, wasn't but, about the station. Well, but, yeah, but real well, quickly, yeah, go ahead and make that say, point. Go ahead and make that point, brother. We got time. Okay. Well, what I was going to say was that she had explained to me she's not white, she's pink, and I, I I understood the context of what she was saying, but the relationship. But you know, I was only able to broadcast that for like five weeks. She went on vacation, and I sat in for her for five weeks, and when she came back. They had fired her, and I couldn't go there. So whatever <laughs> I was saying was really impacting some people. Wow. And I, I appreciated that. I didn't. Uh-huh. I, I wasn't doing it for self-aggrandizement. Believe me, our people are in a hell of a situation and always have been in this country, in this culture. It's not nothing to do yeah. with the country. It's well, the culture. Yeah. Well, it is when the you... white people that make decisions that affect our future, and I resent that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when people like Malcolm would say what they said, you know, you could see white folks, I mean, black folks kind of cringing. And I would just applaud, I'd smile. You sounded like my father, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, perspective-wise. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I realized that I don't think like a lot of people that encounter people like yourselves. This is, And I'm not saying this to aggrandize any of you, but it's good to know that there are other people on this planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That, that didn't drink the Kool Aid, huh? Agree with that didn't drink the Kool Aid. Huh? That, that didn't drink hey, the Kool Aid. That didn't drink the Kool Aid. Then don't. That's right, brother. I mean, yeah. and if it's going to happen, it's going to happen because of the minds that we affect. Mm-hmm. You know, we may not be the ones to see it come to pass. Right. Right. But you know, right. a seed gets put in the ground long before it starts to blossom, mm-hmm. and then the blossom has to grow long before you can take it as nourishment. Things don't just change overnight. No, you no. know, I had nine children, man. I watched it took years for them to grow up. But you know what I'm saying? It, it, that's the natural order of things. But the seed has to be planted and it has to be nourished. Like these conversations I listen to you all have. Those are the nourishment of those seeds. And if we never see the outcome, at least we'll know we did our part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you. Yeah, all right. Well, I thank no, you. Thank you, thank you, brother. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. you. you thank just, you. Yeah, you just hold on, dear brother. Okay, I'm going to just put you on hold. You just hold on. 
calling from Toronto, Ontario. We, we got people calling from all over. Of course, Brother Paul wow. calls in from the UK. I have a brother calling from the Caribbean. You know, um, the bottom line is, Brother Irv, and that's what you have on yeah. the program, is that, you know, uh, <laughs> our minds are so messed up. And, and, and there are many of our brothers and sisters who don't want to hear what we're talking about, who are afraid mm-hmm. to listen, you know, mm-hmm. because they have been trained by this society to believe all the other things that um, that they want to tell them and to instruct them to do to their detriment. And they don't believe it. They don't understand it, you know. So if 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 we have enough brothers and sisters who understand this, I think the move should be made to get the hell up out of here. Because this mm-hmm. fight, this fight is cannot be fought here. It has to be fought on the continent. We have to get rid of the people on the continent who are um, stealing the land, stealing the resources. I'm talking about the Chinese. The Chinese plan to move 300 million people into Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a billion people. So you can see 300 million people is serious. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And then, of course, the Koreans want to get in there. And, of course, the Indians want to come back. You know, the Indians were in Uganda before Idi Amin mm-hmm. kicked their ass out. Mm-hmm. You know? And they were they were very privileged in Uganda. And they want to go back to Uganda for that privilege again. You know, the Arabs in the north, the Caucasians who all throughout the French, the Germans, because the Germans are still in Namibia. And of course, the Dutch and the, and the British are still in South Africa. And of course, the French have many countries on, in the continent who, of course, still use their currency. So right. to me, if, 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 if you are controlling the money and you are controlling the military, you, you control, control the country. Exactly, brother. You in control. But my question to you is, Oshi, why is it that I turn on uh, ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, and they have the World News Report with Jeffrey Holt? And <laughs> I don't see this. Mm-hmm. I see, I see the Ukraine. I see the UK. The Queen died, and the other lady quit. But I don't see any stories about Africa. I don't see, I see something about uh, Australia, but Mm -hmm. I don't see any story, and that's by design. Right, because it's the Western press. It's just the Western media. That's what you get. Now, you you know, you may get some independent, or you may get uh, a story or two from uh, Al Jazeera or something like that, but the whole design is to continue to flood your mind with the imagery and information of what Europeans have developed. So in that way, you know, you don't think contrary. You don't think outside the box. You don't think for yourself. You don't think about being African. No, I'm a citizen of the world. And I'm so so proud and so happy. I'm here in America. I have a great life. I have a good job. I have a great car. I I, I live in a neighborhood. There's only, I'm the fact, I'm the first one, the only one to live here, you know. And of course, my wife, she's uh, uh, Caucasian. But, you know, we, we have a great Sad, sad, brother. No, no, no. What, what that brother said was so absolutely true. White people create your reality of normality. Mm. In other words, 
what they say is normal is normal. Right. If I say that two men can walk, hold hands and walk down the street, then that's normal. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Ten mm-hmm. years ago, it was a mental illness, but we changed that right. because psychology is not a definite science. There's only one true science in this world, and that's mathematics. Mm-hmm. Math is that's how, that's how they right. got to the moon. Right. Math well, is a if one and one is going to be two. Right. I don't give a damn if you how you look at it. It's mathematics has to always come out to what it is. Yeah. Because the universe is. What it is? Mm-hmm. It's and if you're not in line with the universe, you're out of balance. But see, and this country is out of balance. Right, right. And so, therefore, dealing with history, it becomes something shaded and objectable. Because if that's your perspective, but I have another perspective. You know, which one do we go in? Well, we definitely aren't going with yours. We're going to go with mine. No. And that's how the situation right. is. That's why we've never had real integration. There's never been integration. Integration means... There's no such thing as integration. There's no such thing as integration. Because what it says is that what I have and what you have, I take the best of what I have, you take the best of what you have, it comes together. We're right. integrated. Right. We respect each other. We brought something to the table. No, this is force right. assimilation. That's what is happening to us. Forced Cor- assimilation. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah. Because you... You even when you have to give up something to get something. In other words, when, when when they say we're going to integrate, am I still an African? No. In this integration, you can't be an African, but I can still be white. But you can't be African. Mm-hmm. You have to become something else. Well, we're going to give you. A, we'll call you a Negro. Okay. So I'm a Negro. Well, that's only for 20 years. Then you're going to be colored, and then you're going to be black, and then you're going to be African American, and then you wait a minute. Why is my name changing, but yours ain't? You still white. Why aren't you changing your name? Because, see, white folks understand the power of the written word. In other words, when you saw that critical race theory foolishness, they passed a law mm. because they know right. that if you hear the truth, you're going you're gonna to ask questions. Well, well, what really did happen in slavery? Mm-hmm. You know what happened. Y'all was singing and dancing and picking cotton. No, now we are the cotton. <laughs> well, we ain't no, are the hey, cotton now. There ain't no more cotton to pick and any more sad songs to sing, brother. It's the reality yeah. of the situation. <laughs> Listen, we're going to take a break. But before I go to the break, let me get, let me, uh, get uh, another caller in. Uh, brother Paul, is that you? Brother Paul, is that you? Okay, so it just says unknown caller. Oh. Let me let me get three four seven three four seven. Good afternoon. Hey, what's going on, Ocean? To your guests, man. I ju- I'm just tuning in. I heard a little bit of the show earlier, so you could just um. Okay, mute you for the huh? for the second half. Mute you right now, and so you can hit us hard in the second half, huh? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was I was doing something. I okay. just turned in and then I. Had to get a phone call. I had to take. Okay. But listen, I know y'all dropping some science. Um, <laughs> so it's just a matter of you know sitting back in the classroom and getting a gist of what the <laughs> teachers are teaching, and then come back and give your answer to the question <laughs> from the teacher <laughs> in regards to okay. what black folks gonna do to liberate themselves because white folks. Surely ain't gonna do nothing for us. No, and they, they're supposed to. Time we figure that out. They ain't supposed maybe to. Maybe we'll we'll be all right. Yeah, and they ain't supposed to. Because I mean, to. the point of the matter is, 
they looking to save themselves. Mm. I mean, I, I just had to laugh that they so upset about the young people who were out there voting that now they want to bump the age to 21. I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy. I mean, you know, at what point in time, I really would like to know when the black people go figure out what is our position and what we going to do to survive in this madness, because, um, I don't think we know what our position is. I don't think we have a clear understanding on how we're going to survive. And I don't think a lot of us that are not conscious have a clear vision for the future. I mean, you can't continuously spend your whole life trying to be in the position to have the white man love you. And that's never and gonna happen. You, you can't you can't happen. spend the rest of your life yeah. looking for the it's like yeah. looking for the love of a parent who ain't got no love for you. I mean <laughs> it's a mm-hmm. reality to think that one's parent doesn't care about their child, but the reality is that's more common than what we would want to believe. They just had a case in New York City where a mother killed her son. Shot him in the head two times. And the police came and said when they tried to, when they arrested her, it was like she didn't give a damn. But a family member says in the article that he spent his whole life trying to get that woman to love her. And the reality is that may have cost him his life because he should have just basically cut him cut them off. I mean, I'm going through it now with a with a family member who father doesn't want to respect the child or you know, treat him like he's his child or anything like that, all because he want to transition into a woman. And the sad thing is, the father don't even know that he want to transition into a woman. So just imagine what's going to happen when he find that out. Well, I'm quite sure he ain't gonna give him no money to help him do it. <laughs> well, let me let me say this. Hey, Ochi, that's yeah. a bad response, Joe. That's a bad <laughs> that's, response. Let's be, no, that's, that's be clear, brother. You you said a couple of things that I just want to expound on. You we're trying to add logic to something that is illogical. Let's be clear. You're trying to make you're, you're trying to make sense of something that does not make sense. In other words, you said he's going to transition into a woman. That is literally impossible. Um, uh, that, and, and you also said something else, and you can expound on that later. But, no, but, but, but hold on, hold on. We, it, it, you said we have, to, we have to survive. No, we have to be victorious. We are already right surviving. On, right on. We're in survival mode right, right now. Yeah. That's why we, people are, are telling us what to do, because we're surviving. We've been surviving for four, five, six hundred years over here. We are, have to be victorious. We are past surviving. Because mm. the white boys, we're like roaches. They can't get rid of us. We done picked cotton, we've been bit by dogs, we got water hoses on us, and we're still here. That's surviving. We lived in shacks, we, pe- we pooped in holes in the ground. We, that's surviving. We're not surviving anymore, bro. We're being victorious. We're fighting back. We are, that's why they're passing laws so we can't have critical race theory. That's just an updated version of Negroes can't read. It's illegal to read. Yeah. It's, a, it's illegal to know your history. Right. No, it's, it's not. It's bad to tell it's the no, truth. No, it's not. 
and, and they're still lynching black men. They just, they try, they, they're lynching Kyrie Irving. They lynched Nick Cannon. They lynch, I can keep going. You know the people. And they don't do it. They send their, they send the gatekeepers to come, you know. Oh, yeah, the, the Charles Negroes. Barclays and the Right, Danny, the Negroes. So, brother, we're, we're doing the same thing. There's nothing well, brother, new I don't, I don't see myself in that class. So I, I, okay. I'm just speaking okay. about, I'm speaking about them as I refer to Negro page. I'm right. an African. I, so I, I get that. I get I that. I don't get caught up in, 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 in that type of, you know, madness. Mm-hmm. I'm able to point that madness out. It's just like we don't even know, to be honest, what Kyrie's done in regards to them stipulations that was placed on them. Mm-hmm. We don't we know. know. We All we know is what we know. You're right. All we can speak on is what we know. So what we don't you know, go. you can't hold me responsible for that. But right now, I just read an updated article where Silver, whatever, is having a meeting when with Kyrie. he wasn't an anti-Semite. And said he wasn't anti-Semite. He was last week. Okay, now, what now, hold right there. Hold right there right <laughs> quick. Hold right there right quick. Now, if the commissioner, who's supposed <laughs> to be second in command, because first right. in command, honestly, is the owners. Because right. the owners are the ones who hire they him. him. That pay right. him. That's right. Okay, so he's second in command. If he says that he's not an anti-Semite, and the net owner, who matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, ain't he's even Asian. an American. He's Asian. I don't think Go ahead. the owner is an American. He's Asian. Go American ahead. American citizen. Adam Silver's not an so American citizen? Think, no, no, I don't he's think Asian. he's an American citizen. I don't know if he's American, but I know he's Asian. Go ahead with the point. I want to hear. I want to hear now, how now, this ends. Now the point. Is, the point is this: if the owner doesn't capitulate and back off off of some of those demands, the most egregious ones about taking a sensitivity course and meeting with the Jews and giving the five hundred thousand and all of that then we know who the real culprit is in this is the owner and he should be the one that's dealt with severely as black people. We're, we, we don't have the power to deal with anybody severely. We don't have I know the, that, I, brother. I, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm, is, I'm is called a bunch of black women nappy-headed hoes. I uh, know that, Tom brother. Stern called a bunch of names. They didn't go to sensitivity training. They didn't have to go uh, rub the head of a, a, a midget or, 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 or kick a, <laughs> a, a, a hunchback in the butt. They didn't have to do anything. All they did was come back on and keep making their money. We don't have the power to hold the NBA accountable for a damn thing. Because I we that, brother. are – Wait a minute. No, no. I'm agreeing with you, bro. I'm not hey, disagreeing with you, bro. I'm just hey, making a point. Hold on, er, fragment. Only, only <laughs> if and only if we were united. Only if the there players in the NBA nah, – you still Only if it. the players – No, no. Yes, you oh, would. you would. Oh, you would. If the players yes, in the would. NBA said, just yeah. like they, just like superficially, superficially, they did with the walkout and 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 in the bubble, mm-hmm. like 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 Milwaukee, mm-hmm. like what Milwaukee did in reference to the situation that happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Only if mm-hmm. you act in that manner, then you do. Then you do. It's just like it's just like when the owners lock them out. They didn't strike. It wasn't a strike. The owners locked them out to save themselves from themselves to bring that money down to increase their profits because the players they were giving too much money to the players the owners locked them out what did the owner what did the players do whined and cried they didn't say well hey we're we're the product 
They don't, they don't even know these owners, but they know us. Why don't we come together and form our own National Basketball Association, Players Association, and, and, and play in some venues that might be smaller and so forth? We, or we at might first. be on, yeah, yep, at first. And we might be on BET, you know, we might not have a major network, but let us come together to do that. No, that was not even a thought. The bottom line is, how can we get out of this situation that the owners have put us in? to the best situation that we can for ourselves and our money. The bottom line, listen, I want to take a break. When we come back from the break, <laughs> got to. <laughs> Pause for the calls. When we come back from the I break, mean, Jay. You got to do nothing now. Say what, Jay? You got clear, bro. Thank you, Jay. Thank All right, you, Jay. <laughs> All right, Amen. brothers. We're going we're gonna to take this break. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and Black Talk. RadioNetwork.com. Me and my good friend, Brother Irv Lewis, we're going to take a break. <laughs> you stay with us. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, man. Come on. There we go. Amazing. We Amazing. Yeah. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up. At time for an awakening at gmail.com. It was during the mid 1950s, I believe it was 1955, I was looking at a late American television show, which was known as The Tonight Show. And Steve Allen was the host, and Steve Allen was a very, very musical man. He had a guest one night, and it was Ray Charles. For the first time in my life, I, I saw and I heard the electric piano. It was similar to this, only it was, it was the original model. It was a different color. It was a better quality. This was the one when the corporations bought the company. I have one. Late 1950s, I heard Ray Charles on the radio playing the electric piano, and what I heard was... I said, I got to get one of them. It was in 1963 when I finally had the money to buy a Wurlitzer electric piano. And I still play the Wurlitzer electric piano today. I play them so much. The youngsters called me, Joe, you're old school. Yes, I am old school, and that's okay. I have a Rhodes piano. I, I did most of the recordings of the Crusaders records beginning in 1970 on the Rhodes piano, and we would like to play now a composition that Wilton Felder wrote in 68. It is titled Way Back Home. We also called it the Anthem. A lot of political groups have used this particular uh, composition as their theme song, as their anthem. So we now call it the anthem. We will now like to play for you way back home.
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network <laughs> on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. It's a pleasure to broadcast to all you brothers and sisters. That was the Jazz Crusaders. The Jazz Crusaders. Man, I never forget when I heard those brothers, Joe Sample on piano, Wilton Feller, Wilton Felder on tenor sax, Wayne Shorter on trombone, Sticks Hooper on drums, Hubert Laws, Ronnie Laws' brother on flute, and Henry Wilson on bass, and so many others who have contributed or been part of the Jazz Crusaders over the years. I heard them in the early 2000s. Wayne Henderson made his transition in Culver City, California back in April of 2014. Joe Sample made his transition in Houston, Texas, where they, where they first started. They started in Houston, Texas in September of 2014 as well. And um, Wilton Felder passed in California in 2015. The Jazz Crusaders. There's so many others. Uh, Street Life, uh, what's her name? Randy Crawford played with them. And she sung. She was on lead vocals. That's a great song. I had that in one of my uh, songs that I would play here. But then so many others. But uh, like just as uh, Joe Sample said, this is the anthem, Way Back Home. And I, and, I, and I don't think about Way Back Home. I think, you know, my mindset is Africa. So I don't think Way Back Home in Mississippi or Way Back Home in Georgia or you know, Way Back <laughs> Home. No, way back home where we can be who we are and what we must be right. for our survival. It ain't capitulating to nobody. It ain't asking nobody for permission. Ain't nobody couldn't please you give me a hand. It ain't none of that. We're doing for self. We're pulling our resources and we're doing for self. We get the brothers and sisters on the continent to understand we're coming home to help. We ain't coming like we did in, when they established Liberia, when the Caucasians established Liberia, coming over there thinking that we better because we in America, and then y'all thinking y'all better because y'all ain't been enslaved, but you've been colonized, you know? So all this division that still happens today, all this foolishness, all this ignorance, all these superficial uh, uh, things that happen. But anyway, let us get back to the conversation, Brother Irv. Let us do that, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, man. That, that song was awesome, man. I, I I, I love the Crusaders, man. That was yeah. uh, that was an excellent. I bet you haven't heard it in a while, huh? No, yeah, I knew exactly. As soon as he said "do do," I knew exactly what it was. <laughs> oh yeah, I knew exactly mm-hmm. what it was. You know, but no, that was that was excellent. Great choice, man. Great right choice. Well, I asked um, you last night. I said, "Hey, man, you want you got a song that you want to?" You just said, "No, man, just go ahead and put something on that'll be cool." <laughs> so, I, I didn't think you know. Whatever people say, I'm a jazz aficionado, man. If, if it ain't Miles Davis, I ain't, I, you oh, okay. know, well, I'll, I'll listen time, to some Miles. Okay, well, next time we uh, come together, man, we're going to throw some Miles on for you, man. Yeah, miles, some miles ahead. Also. Some Miles ahead. Some Miles, that'll, yeah. that'll work. Yeah, that'll work. Oh, that'll work. <laughs> that'll work. No, this, this, this conversation is, 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 is inspiring and enlightening because I listen, I listen, Brother Paul was actually on um, WOLB this morning on Carl Nelson's show. Oh, okay. And and he was spitting spitting knowledge. Yeah. Oh man, that that brother is a. We got to go over there, man. I'm, I'm telling I'm, you, man. I'm, we're gonna you know, go to the UK. We're gonna go to we, UK. We got We're gonna be a, a contingent of us. The brother Kwaku wants us to oh, go. Hey, we got to do it, man. Let me let me we see. Let me see. Hey, uh, 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 
Hey, my brother. Uh, Jay, are you I'm there? I'm going to England. I don't want to be around that many white folks. <laughs> I have no desire to be around that many white folks. Well, you know what? I've had a bad enough problem being around them here. Why am I going to go to England? Nah. We'll protect you, Jay. We'll protect you. Nah, you don't have to protect me. I protect myself, man. I I don't have no... I don't have no desire to go to me... no place other than back home. I agree. I know, Jay. You know, I mean, I've been to Jamaica... Right. I've been to the islands. I've been to a numerous right. places, but I've never had the desire to go to Paris, to France, right. any of those places. If I don't want to be around the cracker here, why do I want to be around the cracker here? <laughs> and listen, listen, you know what, Jay? I agree with you. In fact, I have never had any desire to go to Europe at all, only to see... <laughs> Only to see at the museums of the Louvre, the British Museum, the Berlin Museum, the stuff that they have from Africa, which they said that we have no culture to speak of, but yet they got all our stuff there, and many of them don't want to get <laughs> shit back. Well, what you call them taught us, taught us that your your, your brother Renoko, he yeah. he dropped the bomb and exposed them on their blatant thievery. But nah, man, I don't. I, I don't want to be around white folks. I don't want to eat bangers and bars or whatever the hell they call that nonsense. Nah, man. I mean, you but know, you, and, and, and then the thing is, you know, I, I never understood how they see American blacks one way, but the blacks in their own country, they see them another way. I mean, you know, the racism and the mindset Oh, the cracker is insanity. Yeah. I mean, they really insane people when you think about their behavior and how they act and respond to most situations. You, you would really think that something's wrong with them. Yeah. But how she do it is. Well, put me on mute and I'll All get right. back to you in like 20. All right, Jay. All right, Jay. All right, Jay. All right, Jay. Yep. And, and I just sort of mess. but I knew you were probably going to say that. But the bottom line uh-huh. is, I, I, I truly do want to go take a contingency to, to the UK to support Brother Paul and, and all the efforts he has done there and meet with the conscious community in the UK, Correct. in London. And, and like I said, go to the, 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 the museum to look at our stuff, yeah. you know, and, and, but, and to promote this program and what we're doing and what they're doing, yes. you know, yes. and what actually, they're doing. Yes. You know? I actually lived in England for two and a half years. Uh, with Jay would not have known that because I didn't get a chance to say it. I was in the military. I was at Bitwaters Air Force Base, and I lived in London. Uh, and I interacted with the brothers there and the, and the, Indi- the West Indian brothers. Right. There. I had a little girlfriend right. and most stuff. So I understand the culture to a point. Mm-hmm. I'm, to a point, but I, and I understand why some people wouldn't want to go, wouldn't want to go anywhere near where they think uh, what they think the place is. But my thing is. I want to do like that brother did and go take pictures and and see it for myself. I want to see, I want to absorb it into my psyche because you got to do what works for you. Mm -hmm. But we also got to think collectively. Whether I like it or not, I'm going to bring that knowledge back to these these young people and let them know what I saw and what I thought. And then they can make their own decision. But Mm -hmm. if you never go, it's like saying you don't like cherry pie. Have you ever had cherry pie? <laughs> I ain't never had no cherry pie. 
<laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I, I, brother, you know what I'm talking about. Come on. If you, if you never... If you never had it, you you don't know it if you don't like that it. So like, hey, you know, you, hey, hey, you know what I know? That sounds like Bernie Mac. <laughs> huh? I ain't never had no pumpkin pie. I, like pumpkin pie. I ain't never had no pumpkin pie. Who's she talking about? <laughs> it's Bernie. Yeah, Bernie Mac, <laughs> no. right on her. Okay, no, yeah, he's he gonna live forever, bro. <laughs> oh, always. He all just like that's like Richard Pryor. <laughs> And, 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 and even oh, yeah. George Carlin. Uh, we got a uh, uh, brother Paul. Are you with us? Oh, Baba Ochi. Sorry about that. Yeah, I, I was on hold. Brother. I got distracted. Yeah. Distracted. Heard you this so morning, brother Paul. <laughs> heard you this morning on Carl Nelson. <laughs> oh, you heard me this morning. Oh, wow! Yeah. Wow! 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 <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. Spitting, spitting knowledge. Oh. Spitting nothing but knowledge. Come on, I love it. <laughs> but you know, this because it's amazing that you're on yeah? You know, and let me just uh, uh, first say what my thoughts are. I, I said thank Carl Nelson, but I want to hear. Look, um, mm-hmm. Ochi refers to you as your each co-presenter, so I'm going I'm to put something on you. But first, before I put this on you, I, I want to get your permission, and I need you to take a seat. Sitting down. Go right ahead. You have my permission. I, w- I want you to... Um, on the, if you're going to be the co-presenter, I want you to take on the responsibility, and it's only my request, to um, do Baba Ochi. <laughs> I say that is this, yeah? When, you, when you're in the hot seat, your time, Brother um, Paul, you broke up on me. I didn't understand it. Go ahead. You broke up on me. Go ahead. Me? Ah, it's breaking up. God, it's breaking up. He's gone. Okay, he'll 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 find another venue. Yeah, he'll well, yeah, he'll come back. Yeah, he was very clear this morning. Was he no good? Problems at good, all. good. Well, yeah, uh, he, the other he, day he was. I mean, he's been able to last. Uh, I'd say the last few months. You know, and, and at one time, about uh, <laughs> uh, I'd say about six, seven months ago, Brother Paul wasn't even calling because it was just it right. was you know it was such a disconnect. You know, it was a lot of static, right. a lot of breaking up, and then. He was clear. I mean, he was clear like he was round the corner, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. brother Paul, go ahead. Go ahead, Paul. You hear me? Yes. Go ahead. Yes. But you know, sometimes these, these, you know, they cause problems. You know, and I, I tried different systems, and you know, but anyway, anyway. So what I'm saying is, if you can um, do Baba Ochi, um, and the reason why I say that, and uh, like I suggested on Carl Nelson, because. You know, I know the time and the effort that she puts into this. And, um, you know, when you're in the hot seat, you, you spend so much time others and get, putting out the information, maybe not getting an opportunity for people to know who the person is in the hot seat. And it's important because too often this uh, we, we wait till the person's passed away before we get to know who the person really is or give the person their accolades. And I think that's... Uh, on progressive, we got to get a, our solution is to become more progressive and more attentive, more actionary, the reactionary the way we behave is very reactionary. We're always on the back foot. We're always um, chasing the time instead of the time chasing us. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm just saying mm-hmm. we need to get ahead. 
Well, I think that that is part of the strategy. We 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 want to give our people accolades why they're alive. We want to give them rewards and show that we care. That that you know, the white man's ice isn't colder. We 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 know our properties are hotter, and we've got to we've got to do that proactively. We've got to do these things. You know, it's important, and I don't think we do enough of it. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of talk about Francis Chris Wilson, but I I spoke to Francis Chris Wilson on the Carl Nelson show, yeah. And it really broke my heart after she passed away for a caller to ring up a grown man, ring up the station and was in tears. And he said something which I found shocking, that she was under pressure because she lived near a school, uh, some right. school, who was um, drowning her out and giving her a lot of problems. Yes. And they were trying to get a, 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 yeah. a lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. And they could not get one black lawyer to represent a quid pro, quid pro basis, yeah? Right, on a pro and bono basis. So we're talking, yeah. talking, talking. Yeah, well, but when it comes down to it, where, where are these people? And you know, we got to, we, we got to give this up. And I'm just, I want to say this as well, my brother. I want to um, say, I think you said you're from Baltimore. Yes. Yeah, I don't know much about Baltimore. I hear a lot of it on the car. car so I spent time in America. My cousins told me I went. Can't remember it. Yeah. The bottom line mm-hmm. is this. Yeah, what I'm saying. The only thing I know about Baltimore is the wire yourself that you know watching that and it it gave a shock shocking um, you know very uh disheartening reading picture of how black people are living down there but one good thing i remember had um here i heard it on the radio some some young some young um brothers and sisters came from baltimore to london and they spent some time in london i think it was like a, a an exchange program I remember listening okay. to them on the radio. I remember listening to them on the radio and some of the things they were saying, and, and thinking to myself, when I was at school in the seventies, there was a lot. Of, there was there was more of that. You know, what I mean, these exchange programs where you would <clears throat> young people out of the environment, whatever they're going through, you know, and take them out of that environment, they can see people who look like them lived, how they lived. It might be similar, it might be different, but it just opens their minds, you know? Like, when you was in the military, you came to London, you mixed with the people, it opened your mind, you see how to... And what you said was 100% right, it's a million percent right. You can't just say you don't like something if you've never been there. If you're an African, but you've never been to Africa, you don't know no Africa. Listen, we have to make... We have to be more proactive. We can't just waffle off and blow hot air all the while. Do these things, you have to go and see the people, we have to talk to the people. You know what I mean? I get a feel of your energy, you know, and your energy may be different than the next person I, I speak to. We, we may be able to interact. I may be able to show you more. Some people who come, I might not be able to show them everything I want to show them because they're not ready to get where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do have to reach out to our people, and this is why I do what I do, because you have to know who we are. You have to know who we are. Not, not <clears> just what the, multi-mass, the mass manipulating media is telling you who we are or who we're not. Right. Reach out. So, one solution in Baltimore, if we as a conscious people start to bear, work in mind that to get these young, stop these young people from stabbing, killing, and shooting one another, we arrange at a certain age, you know, it's going to cost money. It, it can be done because I know a guy, I mean, I haven't done it myself, but a brother who I heard on the radio again, I could get in touch with him, I know he's not that far from where I live. He, he brought about 25 young people to Zambia. Um, no, took them from the worst neighbourhood, took them to Gambia. And from what I heard, the parents were saying, uh, you know, they changed their life, opened their eyes and everything. So 
these are some of the things we've got to be looking at, you know what I mean, and thinking mm-hmm. about together for these young right. people. Cause I we, agree. We, we don't need them to be murdering each other and killing each other off like the way they, And the same what's going on there is going on here. I know. I mean, same. Yep, the same Mur- insanity. At the drop of the hat. Yep, the same insanity. Well, you hold on, yeah. brother. You hold on, brother. Paul, let me get in uh, Research <laughs> West. <laughs> 404. Research West. Research West. Thank you, brother Paul. Uh, 404. Hey, Yuhuru, Ocean. Yuhuru. How you doing, man? I'm doing fine, dear brother. Yuhuru. How are you? I love you, man. You too. Because you, you, hey, you let, let people call in and talk, man. You don't sit them on hold. You, you don't sit, sit people on hold. You let people just jump right in, man. I know the way you're in your show, man. Well, I try, uh, I, yeah, I try to get everybody a chance to say a little something, something, because I know there's something yeah. on our minds to help, help the liberation of our minds, all these various opinions and so forth. Let's, let us bring them together. And think about what's the best yes, way for us forward. So go ahead, brother. Man, you go just ahead. broke it down. You just broke it down. You just broke it down. You said free your mind and your ass will follow. That's you right. Know it, bro. You right on the money. And and man, I sent you the numbers on the uh that election with Stacey Abrams, man. Because see, we were, we were been on the side. What you call that? Uh, right. Foreign protest, man. Right. All over the country. See, I listened to a whole bunch of stations. What black eyed people talking about? Mm-hmm. And so. The main thing, what they kept saying, oh, it's a, it's a black man won't vote for no black woman, blah, blah, blah. That was a damn lie, man. Yeah. So that was a doggone lie, bro. For, I mean, you people got to realize what folks be saying. And you could tell, I knew it was a silence, man. That didn't even sound right. So I waited to after the election till the numbers came out. So I, I, you got the you got the uh, uh, right. uh, numbers. And so I won't tell the family. Right. Especially my black women, man. It's a BS lie because 93% of the black women voted for our sister state. Right. And, and 80, take the numbers out on our brothers. Right. 84%. So you got 84% yes, of all the so brothers like, that voted voted for Stacey Abrams. Yes, sir, you know? man. But who so was, was it? It was a white man lie. and a white woman. There's more yes, white men and white women in the one. state of Georgia. That's the bottom line. Yeah, that's right. They mm-hmm. cannot see no black people running stuff because you know there's a lot of brothers mm-hmm. and sisters for labor commission. Mm-hmm. And uh, our insurance commission, bottom line, we only 33% of the population in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And so the white folks cannot take us running shit, man. That's right. Okay, as long as we be that boy like Herschel, y'all some balls down that tap dance, and that's all good. Mm-hmm. But when we start running run shit, be that governor, they, they, they still bust their brain already, bust by Obama, man. Yeah. So that's the whole deal in Georgia. I'm surprised. My man Westmore won Maryland, man, and uh, what the other two governors uh, uh, that was there, Wilder and uh, Duval Patrick, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, they, they basically they outnumber us. So right yeah. now, so uh, yeah. Well, in a statewide uh, election, in a statewide election, particularly mm-hmm. that you're in a state like Wisconsin, where uh, brother mm-hmm. Nelson Mandela, Nelson Mandela, where well Mandela Barnes was running, uh, he 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 won for uh, lieutenant governor. Under Tony Everson, mm-hmm. the, 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 and, and Everson mm-hmm. won his reelection. Well, he was running against a hardcore uh, uh, mega mega candidate. You know, to me, a lot of all of mm-hmm. a lot of those mega candidates lost deservingly so, and shouldn't even be able to run because mm-hmm. someone is a part of that insurrection. But it's hard mm-hmm. for us to do that. You got to have mm-hmm. the women, the men, and Latinos, uh, uh, Caucasian mm-hmm. women, anybody else, because it's not just us. Mm-hmm. We're outnumbered. But, yes, sir. You know, yes, sir. West, so you got I got a question. Yes, sir. I got a question, yes, brother sir. West. Did yeah. you see? Did you see a voters a get out the vote table 
uh, where you in, in Georgia where you saw some Koreans behind the table saying, get out the vote? Or did you see, this is rhetorical, or did you see a get out the table where you saw Italians, but you saw the table where the black people were saying get out the vote? Because what happens is those people buy their politicians. We, 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 they give them, if I give that politician $10,000, you think he's going to listen to me or he's going to listen to the guy that voted, that gave him a vote? He's going to listen to me because I paid him. And I think we have to fight on different fronts. Don't get me wrong. Atheism should have won. But the reality is they are beholden to whoever finances their campaign. And for some reason, they want to tell us about voter registration but not voter education. When you have a town hall meeting, why don't you put up on the board all those questions that are on the ballot and put up all the people that are running, and then let's go over that at the town hall meeting. No, they want to tell me about how they're going to bring down inflation, which ain't going to happen, how they're going to give me a job, which I don't want a job, I want a business. And what they're going to tell me how they're going to create some wealth for the country. I want generational wealth for me and my people. So what I'm saying is they, they play, it's the same playbook. They keep going to, doing the same thing over and over with us. And our black face and a high place does not equate to success. We got Westmore, that's the, that's the governor now, this black guy from uh, Rhodes Scholar. And he, he did the, same, the Obama playbook. You should have seen him. All these American flags. His family there, his wife and his kids, and he waving like he president of the United States. The Obama playbook, hmm. the same exact so, thing. So, and so he this, ain't for you. So this guy it's is what, he was what, a, he was a Rhodes Scholar. Yeah, Rhodes. Rhodes, you know who Rhodes was. Oh hell okay. yeah, that's, yeah. That man is yeah, so Rhodes, so damn yeah. evil. You're right, though. my brother. Yeah, You're right, yeah. my brother. Like, exactly we, right. We gotta fight. We gotta fight. We gotta vote. Mm. I, I say, I say, vote. Mm. I, didn't, I told her, somebody, a lady asked me, and I'm going to stop after this. She said, young man, young man, I'm 63, I'm 64 years old. She called me young man because I look young. young. She said, yes, look, <laughs> she, hey, she lucky said, you. Sure you. <laughs> <laughs> she said, make sure right, you bro. vote because our people died for you to vote. I said, wait a minute, were they singing freedom songs or were they singing voting songs? No, they died for my freedom, my freedom to vote or not vote. You, I don't. Yeah. Have, they didn't die. They died for me to have a choice. I don't get me wrong. I went there and voted for what I wanted to vote for, which was uh, not to legalize marijuana because it's gonna be legal anyway. So it doesn't matter. That's that's what I wanted to do, and I've been smoking weed all my life. So, but that's <laughs> what I wanted to do. But I didn't have to vote for. I can do what I want to do. I don't have mm-hmm. to vote, and, and I'm not shaming my ancestors. My, but that's not what they 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 no. were marching for freedom, right? So I can have the freedom, you know mm. what I'm saying? Look, yeah. There's just ain't gonna be no freedom in this country, and you know that, brother West. Yeah. No matter how hard we fight, we're gonna we're never gonna get our due because if we get our due, then the white the, those who identify themselves as white feel as though they're not getting their due. So if I get my rights, then you don't have no rights. That's not true. If you say we're one race, the human race, but we're not here. We're we living and we living in classes. We living in compartments, and we and if we don't realize that that's what's going on, we're going to keep doing the same thing over and over again, the same thing over and over again. And that's what's happening here in Baltimore. Uh, I agree. But let you make a very good point. I, I wish I'd have caught you when you came to Baltimore. I would have loved to taken you around and shown you some things. But you, I didn't. You didn't get back on. I didn't know your number or nothing, brother. I really wanted to meet you. Man. I, 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 if Osha really uh, uh, text me your number and uh, I text it, uh, uh, your number, uh, my number to him. It's all to you, my brother. Okay. It's all good, Let's man. Because like I'll, a man say. I'll I will do that. It's a meeting of the minds, man. That's right on. That's right. I'll, I'll I'll do that. All in, we all in this together, so it's going to take all Come of us on. to get out. All right, brother. Yeah, you go. I'm with you. Okay. Thanks a lot, brother. Research Wes.
Thank you, bro. Exactly. So long. The All man. right. Get the man. The Two, man. 215-215. Good afternoon. Baba Oshi. Hey, my brother. brother. My no, my brother, brother T. How you been, man? Brother, still alive. I got some stuff to tell you, but I wanted to let you know I appreciate your show again, and I appreciate your knowledge that you share. But what is that brother's name that's speaking with that's, you? No, that's that's my co-host, man, brother Irvin Lewis, man, fellow fellow firefighter, brother Irvin Lewis is his brother T. Let me tell you something. That brother sounds like me for twelve years. I've been saying the exact same thing. Right on. I couldn't have said it. It's like he spoke out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> and pick season, I told you, they always say what they're going to do and have never done anything for me. Okay. They won't even let me in the office and talk to them because they know that I have something to talk about. I won't be asking for anything in particular. I don't need to I don't need none of that crap that they all play around with. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to add to Brother Paul as well. Brother Paul, that was my sentiment for years. I said that first thing when I first got on this show. That's why I told Brother Baba, I said, listen, I'm on the streets doing it now. I'm talking to the youngsters. I'm getting them to school. I am providing them with books, material, and connections, and ways of other thinking, you know, critical thinking, you know, and then I try to progress them into understanding how not to get an F, and I don't mean an F on a report card, I mean an F as in a felony, because that stops you from practically every avenue that you have, and the one thing I teach them after they get a little bit older is now you need your proficiency for the other F, which is your firearm, your right to be able to protect yourself and be able to understand how to use something. That is deadly because once you have control, but before I got to the weapons, of course, I took them to the gym, the boxing gym. I wanted to understand them. I wanted them to be able to understand the power that they have. Now they have a power to knock someone out, I teach them. Now you have a superpower. Now, will you use that superpower for good or will you use it for evil? Then I progress them to the firearm stage. But my thing is is there's not enough people, particularly in my area doing it. And this is why I haven't been on, Brother Baba. Now, I had a death in the family, but... Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, brother. Sorry to hear that. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. I got some young people that I helped graduate, you know, took pictures with them, provided stuff for them. They're doing the right thing. And he's sitting on a bus stop going home, and a guy runs up with a mask and shoots him five times. He survives, but but he wasn't doing anything. So that is a phenomenon, a deadly, sickening wow. phenomenon here in the city of Philadelphia right wow. now. Where people wow. with masks are just running up to people and shooting people. Wow. Wow. So, so wow. Uh, there's nothing else. There's nothing else. Yeah, there's nothing else. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Have a good one. Bless you. Yeah. Another thing is, now, what do I tell them? I'm telling them the right thing to do, and this young fellow is telling me how he almost died and had to tell the police officer who wasn't turning on his lights, wasn't going past any any cars or anything. He told that police officer, let me out of this car. I'd rather die on the street than in the back. Mm-hmm. He's bleeding out in the back. And this is not the only one. I've lost so many people to this. If these politicians actually cared, they would actually do something 
and I know they're not. So we have to. From within, somehow, and that's why I do what I do. Whatever little bit I got, I give. I'm trying. And my, my close at this. I told them, when you meet the Almighty, if you don't have, I also develop them a belief in a foundation. The Lord's going to say to certain people, you're going to say, well, nobody helped me. No one said anything to me. And I said, the Almighty's going to point you to me. They're going to say, this gentleman showed you and talked to you. There's no excuse for your behavior. So right. God bless all of you, brothers. I'm, I'm enjoying this show. All of the callers, God bless you all, and I want you all to be safe. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, brother. Thank T. you, my brother. All right. Thank yeah. you, my brother. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. Ace, wow. Uh, my sister, she was on, but she had to go, I guess. She had to go. But anyway, uh, we have uh, so many callers. Um, brother Paul, did you want to say something? Wow. Yeah, Brother Paul never got to talk. Never Brother, got to finish. Brother Paul? Okay. He's, well, he's only, he's only eight, 10,000 miles away. I'm just saying. Yeah. In the UK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> next door. Yeah, uh, really. Yeah, but that's, that, that, I wasn't prepared for that, Oshi. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brother that Paul's was, on now. Go ahead, Brother Paul. Brother Paul? So, to cut you like that. Yeah, you know, that, yeah. That the brother kind of. The brother kind of threw me, um, and and yeah. and I tell you what, right, it's painful. It's painful because yeah. it just brought back a memory. My 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 eldest um, daughter. Uh, I mean, it's a terrible thing what he's saying, but my my eldest daughter, her partner, tell you the story. It's so crazy, man. It's so mad. Her, her partner was murdered. Murdered, it or not, and I'm I, I you know I'm I'm struggling to say this, but I have to be honest with you. I'm gonna have to deal with the truth. He was murdered by his brother. Stabbed to death by his brother, his own blood brother. Saying what he's saying. My, my oldest daughter, her partner, told the story. It's so crazy, man. It's so mad. Her, her partner was murdered. Murdered. And I'm, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm struggling to say this, but I have to be honest with you. I'm gonna have to deal with the truth. He was murdered by his brother. Stabbed to death by his brother, his own blood brother. You got a, you got something happening here, Paul. Hang, I tell you what, brother Paul, hang up and call us back because it's a dual right thing. There. Okay, hang up and call us back. Yeah, hang up and call us back. Yeah, he's got a bad connection. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know exactly what's happening, Ocean. Okay, these white folks tired of him ta- spitting that, spitting that the knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> that messed up the lines. They, that's right. Yeah, they, they sabotage. They, they, coming for them. they and, sabotage and they the that. line. Oh yeah. If you think, they have the ability. If you think they're not listening to you? They have Come the ability. You know. Come on now. I put nothing past them. I put nothing past them to do anything and everything nothing. that they can do to maintain their position of dominance and control because that's just how oh, they see, are. These people. These people shot their brethren in a convertible car in Dallas in broad daylight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then act like they don't know what happened. Are you serious now? Yeah. But you can send a man to the moon, but you don't know what happened. Yeah. Come on, Oshi. You're yeah. dealing with. We're living among savages. Yeah. Who worship money? They yeah. worship things. They yeah. think that they. That you. Why was the movie Frankenstein such a big movie? I mm. I gave him life. No, you <laughs> didn't. Who you God? Yeah. That, they want to be God. They, they don't That's understand right. the God. They have a God they, complex. The, the last poet said complex. it best. They got a god complex. They got a god yeah. complex. Yeah, just like they have a just like they have a dick envy when it comes to black men. Yeah. I'm gonna hang the black man because I hate him, but I'm gonna cut his penis off. Yeah, huh? Where yeah. that come from? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. They're sexual. They're, they're sexual and these are the people you want to marry. 
You want to marry them and live with them and have children with them? Are you serious? Yeah. Come yeah. on. Oh, I'm in love. You can't tell me who to love. <laughs> well, I can tell you who to love. I can tell well, you. A... Well, you don't love her when you're in divorce court and she's taking all your money <laughs> and you're paying it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. For real. I mean, <laughs> but, but, you look, but you step over a black woman. Mm-hmm. Well, she, 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 she means, she, no, she just as colonized as you are. Yeah. Stop it. I don't, and, and when I go to Africa, I don't expect them to jump up and down. Oh, good to see you, my brother. I, my father told me that you were coming, and I know that you were going to be here. I am so glad that you are here. <laughs> I am, I'm not expecting that. Nah. They just as messed up as we are. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. They, they, white folks hit them in the head with the Bible. The, uh, they game there with the Bible. When the, when the white folks left, they had the Bible, and the white folks had the land. Yep. Huh? And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, exactly what happened. Brother Paul, are you Once you let... Brother Paul, oh, wait, brother Paul. Yeah, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Go ahead. I don't know what's yeah. going on. Sorry, brother. Um, you, you know, you know, it's we have to talk. You know, we've come a long way, um, Baba Ochi, and it's a good thing. You know, the brother uh, I said before he threw me. Just it just made me start remembering some things. Look, the reality of it is, is we're on our way. We are on our way. Because I can remember times that any time we tried to talk, well, I tried to talk or others around tried to talk, uh, and I'm sure you've experienced this, about serious things. It would end up in some serious argument and then end up in like almost like a punch-up on fisticuffs. And we're, we're able to now speak out in the open about things which are personal to us. So we're, we're, we're getting there. We, we, you know, we can beat ourselves up. Some, some of us might say, oh, we're, nothing's changed and all that. But it has changed. I've seen change. A lot of these things we couldn't speak about openly without a fight or some conflict. And we're able to speak about that. that and that's the first stage, which talking about it and getting it out. Uh, any therapist will tell you that. You have to talk about it and talk about things which mean things to you. We're going through a lot of pain. You know, like, you know, we have to talk about these things. Young men murdering. You know, I, 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 I come from East End of London. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I was caught up in conflict too. Violence, violent conflict mm-hmm. on the streets, violence. And, and, you know, when you're in that violence, you mm. think that's the way. That's right. You think that's the way. Because you. you're not, you're not going to let no one take you out. And, and then next thing you know, you're arming yourself up, ready. And you, you know, and sometimes you might make the wrong mistake and the innocent person gets it. I'm, so I'm not going to come out here and lie to anyone and make myself to be holding a damn vow because I ain't. But the reality of it is, is that, you know, we can see there's an agenda for us all. There is an agenda for us. And, you know, I was thinking as that other brother was talking, I want I want us to realize something here, you know that we we, we haven't got the the control we'd like to con- have even our, over our own families or our, our children, right? And these people are giving our children these these injections. We don't even know what's in these injections, and they they are affecting our children. So when you hear about people running up with masks and, and just shooting people, that's that's crazy behavior. But why are they crazy? Why are they acting crazy? We haven't got control of what's going into our children. You know, we talk about vaccines. What is in the vaccines? What is in these poisons they're giving our children? You know, right, right. So we got to remember that as as much as we're in this psychopathic environment, this prison system, yeah, we we you know we 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 haven't got control of what they put in the children. Yeah, we can fight that, we can argue, but they're passing laws. Even if you say, look, you don't want it for your children, and your partner uh, turns around and says she thinks she's to have it it's very difficult to fight against that mm. so the bottom line is we're on our way and we have a battle and we have to come together everywhere everywhere you know or we're going to lose 
Right. We are, we're going to lose if That's we don't right. come together everywhere. And we come together to, for the purpose. The purpose why we come together, because we need to progress. And if we don't come together, we aren't going to progress. Individually, right. it's going to look good. But they, they have a plan to annihilate the majority That's of us. right. And that's the reality. And that's, that's right. you know, when I read the Inye Sasim every morning uh, in this program, it states what just Paul just stated. And and, and that is uh, either the quote by a, a, one of our brothers and sisters, maybe an ancestor or a present person, but then Baba Barudi's narrative just be hitting hard and on point that the bottom line, the bottom line for us is that Africans worldwide come together. The bottom line, because we it is it is an imperative. It is a must that we collectively come together, set aside all the petty differences, all the past indiscretions, all of that. Kick that shit to the curb and let's come together on our Africanness. We are African people. We're not Nigerians. Oh, yeah, we're Nigerians. We're not Cameroonians. Oh, yeah, we're Cam- but no, first and foremost, we're Africans. And everywhere on this damn planet, we catch hell. Dr. John Henry Clark said it best. We have no friends. You want a friend? Go look in the mirror and don't leave that mirror to like what you see. And not just your arched eyebrows or the cleft in your chin or that mole on your nose, but who you are as an African, who you are as a human being. So, yeah. So I know we, we're about to come to a close, but this is what we're going to do, family. Uh, we're going to stay a little bit longer if you want to still engage in conversation. We'll take a little time. There's not a program after mine that I know. Brother Elliot will be okay with it, I bet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, Brother Paul, did you do you have anything else you wanted to add? Because I'm gonna. Yeah. So, 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 what well, you know? So, the solution is this. Yeah. This is, no. This is not the ultimate. I don't like to give ultimatums, you know. But I, this is just a suggestion. You know, I like to give suggestions. Look, the bottom line is this. Yeah. Um, we have a platform where we're, use, we're actively using the technology and we're going to expand it. We're going to amplify it because, you know, that's what we need to do. Just like music, you turn it down, you listen to it through your earphones, but then you can amplify it. Everybody gets a feel. So, you know, we set a time, like, for instance, in, or a month, uh, whenever it is, Black History Month, or whenever, whatever month or whatever time where we evangelize. We take the message and we say, look, this is the... This is what you tune into. This is the program you tune into. Pay attention. Now, I can do that, and I'm going to do that. It's simple for me. I'll just print off a thousand leaflets with the information, sure. and every time I go, uh, I'm go, i out there, and I go to Barber's, or I'll just give it to them. This is the radio right. station. Tune in. This is the phone number. This is how you can okay. interact. Yeah. Now, I would do that, I would do that for you, Baba Ochi, and I, let me tell you why. Because I know you're, you will reciprocate the information. You will... Sure. Um, you, you will entertain it. But the problem we have sometimes, I can put my, the effort in, but when it gets to the other end, the, they, don't, they don't react properly. They don't, they don't re- react in a conducive way. They start bringing up their prejudices, this is who I am, mm-hmm. and blah, 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 act like they're on the street, and all this sort of nonsense. And sometimes we suffer from this behavior. It's not that we ain't trying to do things, but sometimes we suffer from too much ego. This is who I am. I'm the special man. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the Negro in the big hat or whatever. You understand? And sometimes we just need to pipe down and, and, and you know, give, give that proof an opportunity. It doesn't matter you know, if he doesn't say the right things. It doesn't matter if he's not saying the things you want to hear. Give that person an opportunity to speak. You understand? And then, mm-hmm. you know, bring them in. Because I, I know that the right message is here. And I know that I have a job, you know, to, to, because, the, the, you know, the information we get 
on, on, on this side of the ocean about um, African-Americans is very non-progressive. It's absolutely Sure, I'm quite sure it is. Derogatory. I'm quite sure it is. Right. And we get that same message on this side of the, of, of the pond in terms of yeah. what's happening with Africans in the diaspora, particularly in, 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 in Europe. Y'all ain't nothing but a bunch of, of, of lazy beggars <laughs> if you let, yeah. them, if so you let that press tell it. We, we need to counteract them. Uh, you know, it, you know we, have, we said like a month, we say this is what we're going to do. We, everybody who listens or interacts, go out and get two more people. I know sometimes people don't want to hear it. I know I've been through all. I have converted people. Uh, it, it's almost like I'm a Jehovah's Witness. I'm knocking <laughs> on their doors and I'm telling them, listen, this is what you have to listen to. You know, mm-hmm. they want to shut the door on me, but I, I've, I've converted some of them. I have, so it can be done. Yeah. Well, I mean, to me, the, a lot of us are very afraid of our truth, of our truth. Uh, We're very afraid of it because we've been trained to reject it trained to reject those who bring it to us. You know, we don't understand the liberating effect that it would have on us if we in, if we listened, internalize it, and more importantly, act on it. We don't understand that. And we've been trained Absolutely. to feel, be ashamed of and afraid of it. Um, let me get Brother Jay in here. I know we're a little already past time. Brother Jay. Yes, my brother. I'm just, I'm just enjoying the, um, the information that's being given out, man. You know the bottom. The bottom line is this is what we need as a people yeah. to be able to converse with one another, to pass forward ideas mm. and information. Because mm. you know it's a lonely world when you yeah. out there and you conscious and you have an understanding of what this cracker is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean you got to realize ninety percent of our people don't don't know. They don't know. Really, they don't. You know, and they don't those have a clue. that do know are under great scrutiny. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was hoping that y'all was going to talk today about the viciousness, the racism in the fire department. I mean, oh. I go back to dealing with the fire department in the 80s when in New York they had the Vulcan Society and they still do. They're not as prevalent as they used to be when there was a constant struggle to try and just get people to be firemen, well, to get mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. of color to be firemen. And then what what changed it a little bit was and opened it up a little bit was the little Becky's decided to fight right. to become fire well, fire women. And that basically changed it to the point to where they had to put the Negro yeah. well, on the know, department. You know, now, Jay, am I right or wrong? No, you, Jay, you are right. And, and, and that came about because uh, of affirmative action coming into the early part of the 70s, which, of course, some affirmative action ended even before the 80s. But what happened even deeper was 9-11, especially for the city of New York. 9-11 exposed the racist uh, 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 programming that happens within the New York City Fire Department. You know, uh, when you had 343 firefighters that unfortunately lost their lives in that situation, but only 12 were us, only 12, you know, when you have, I don't know what the city population is, but I, I think less than 3% 
of the population of the fire and the, and the New York City Fire Department at the time we were talking about it was 11,000 members. The largest department, of course, in the country, 11,000 of the five boroughs, and yet we less than less than three percent. Go ahead, go go ahead, Irv. Let's be clear. New York City with 9/11, they yeah. had a all call. You you probably will never see an all call again. That means everybody in the fire department has to report to work. Everybody. Mm, and yeah. out of all those people that went to work, only 11 black people were in that that died. Because they didn't hire black people. Right. And they knew. And they knew it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know that. I mean, they were, like I said, before 9-11, they was out there struggling and protesting and doing yeah. all sorts of things in regards to the fire department. Because yeah. I used to hear this brother, um, Paul Washington. Paul Washington. Come on the radio. Yep. On Sundays and, 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 and talk about it. And, you know, eventually he became the president right, of the Vulcans. The Vulcans. And then they were able to make some sort of changes. Mm-hmm. But I tell you this, I don't know what the numbers are now, but I would honestly say it wouldn't be 15%. No, it's not. I would no, agree. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And that's what, and that's what all, that's what one would call all minorities. It's not right. Fifteen women, Latinos, and so forth. Because you know why? It's the best job in New York City. Mm -hmm. As far as time, even pension, and all of the things Mm -hmm. in play, from from my understanding, it's the best job in New York City, better than the police department. And police department is, you know, other than the danger and what it entails, it's a hell of a job. Yeah. And, you know, the reality is that we as a people allow stuff like that to slide. We don't, we don't support people on that level that we should. You know why? And this is a problem that unfortunately we suffer most black people don't want to see other black people succeed on the level of wealth. And that and, and and that's why we as a people have not achieved the type of wealth that we should have in this country because we don't come together collectively to build institutions, co-ops and all of the necessary things to achieve wealth, we don't have the Rosewood mentality. We don't have the Tulsa, Oklahoma mentality. But hey, but Jay, we had it, it didn't we? Change. We had it, and huh? what happened? We had it, and then what happened? And we had to have it then because we were excluded. We couldn't go there. We couldn't do this. We couldn't do that. So okay, fine. We came together. We pulled resources. In, in in the case of Tulsa, the, the, the issue of wealth happened because of oil. In the case of Rosewood, the issue happened because whatever jobs we had, all the skills we had, we would sell those out and we'd come together as, 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 as a community. The same thing with Bowley, Oklahoma, the same thing with Allentown and, and uh, Elaine, Arkansas, all these places. And even the more contemporary of the Haytite community in Carolina. All of these places. Yeah, but now what, what is the mentality, Yoshi? 
the mentality. See, see, we had we have a great past. We understand the past. But the thing is, what is the mentality for the future that will determine how we're gonna survive? That's what we're not dealing with. We gotta figure out how we can reclaim that glorious past and the behaviors that we were doing back then when we had Tulsa, Rosewood, and all of these sustainable right. places. And, and it's like we 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 don't want to deal. We don't want to deal with that other than the remembrance of it. We don't want to replicate it now, today, when, to be honest with you, we have more of an opportunity and a chance to do it collectively than we did back there, even though we're fragmented on a certain level. But it's no reason why 20 families shouldn't be able to come together and purchase land and build community. And and that happened here in in Georgia. A, a, a group of family members got together, and I'm I'm anxious to see how they uh, uh, how that progresses with them. They got the land. Yeah, I heard them on Elliot's show. Oh, okay, okay, you heard them on Elliot's show. Yeah, they was on Elliot's show, but the thing, but this is the funny thing. After they was on Elliot's show. People looked it up, started talking about it, and then there was some sort of issue in regards to what it always boils down to is the money. You know what I mean? And and, and let me tell you something. From somebody that's in the real estate, doing those type of projects are kind of tricky. They're kind of tricky, and there's a lot of gaming going on on with that. You know what I mean? It's a lot of... um, Smoke screens, manipulation, well, um, backstab. It's it's a lot of BS that goes along with putting them type of projects together. Right. And it really boils down to one thing. Who's backing it financially? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so it boils down to a few things, Jay. That is it's not necessarily just one thing. It's a couple of things because right. if well, you are... I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm, I was thinking of something. And when you put those things together, and you have the um, and you and the and you want to put something together where everybody can benefit and we work collectively, it's not just that. It's the mindset. The reason South Oklahoma works because we weren't thinking of an integrationist mindset. We were thinking no of a national. Right. Come on now. Right. You can you can put all you want in somebody's pocket. You got money, Jay, but you have consciousness. So you think of money different. Money is a tool. You ain't running around here with gold chains on and spinners on your car. And y'all, y'all look at me. You wish no. you was like me. Don't you? You you don't you don't live like that because you no. because of, it's in your mind. The, you you make the money. The money don't make you. You know, like the brother that drives the Mercedes, and then you see him two weeks later. I mean, two years later, he ain't got it no more. Man, what happened? You went down. No, I didn't. I woke up. I woke up. I didn't need a Mercedes to be better than you because I'm not better than you because I am you. It's the mind of the oppressed. And we and we can live all the unity we want, but if we still got that integrationist mindset, then we're going to still be running around here serving our, our white masters. Mm-hmm. So no, hey, brother. Yeah. Hey, I'll give you a perfect example. You never listen to the Nation of Islam talk about separation else? Right. Yes, I have. Now, think about this. 
Shouldn't they be the prime candidates for separation of else? Shouldn't they, as an organization, be able to do what the, I think it was the Yahweh, Ben Yahweh nuts tried to do in, um, in Florida. Atlanta. In Florida. That, 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 that was the madness, that there's a lot more madness in it. But what nobody will say and nobody will be honest with is that a lot of the brothers in the nation work for the cracker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? So whereby they can't separate but so much. That's why I'm a firm believer in a brother that OCU have on that could guide us into a way to be able to sustain ourselves in that type of collective. And that's Brother Peter Brown mm-hmm. of the Ledge Group. Mm-hmm. Now, my whole thing was this. This is my, my small vision. I'll say it quickly is that if we collectively came together with families that specialize in one particular field, let's say the IT security field, do you know that if you had 20 families, they could come together, put forward a corporation, and set up the way that the IT feel is a business to where they will be able to not only economically set themselves up financially, but be able to do all of the things that we're talking about and not totally, totally be dependent on white folks. Mm -hmm. But see, we we don't control no type of institution like that. If you notice how Irv was talking earlier about the NBA players. With all of the money that the NBA players have, I wonder how many of them collectively come together to do business. I know someone like uh, Andre Iguodala, who's in the tech. I know he may talk to other players about investing in tech and all of that. But how many have followed suit and done what he's done? I think Curry does it. I think, you know, others may dabble a little bit, but with all of the wealth that the NBA players have, why is it they not collectively coming together and building institutions, but they want to go out there and they want to buy a basketball team, a pit ball team, or some other nonsense? But what, but what are they doing in regards to educating our children. They got a beautiful young sister here, Natasha Butler, a ex WNBA player, um, a graduate of Georgia Tech, um, you know, the number one high school girls basketball scorer for a long period of time. I think somebody may have broke her record a couple of years ago. She's now put together a program for STEM for young kids. And she talks about, she does it for Latino and black kids. But you know something? It's so sad that Latino and black parents don't invest the money into what she's trying to do. But every chance them little white girls and white boys get, they pay it. 
we got to figure it out. We got to. We well, got okay. to. I hear you, man. No, we're going to. It, it, to me, either we do it or we die. That's it. Pan-Africanism or perish. Unify oh, you perish or we you. die. Unify or die. Right. Let me, let me get mine. Let me get my. Let me get Brother Irvin here for a last word, man. I really appreciate you being here with me, man. Uh, I told you we're going to have a good time and it worked out great. We had tons of calls. Say what? Say what, uh, uh, Jay? He got to come back, man. You got to do it it again with him. I mean, he's far better and more (laughs) articulate than Boogie Woogie Jones. Don't don't do that, man. Brother Jones is cool, too. He's just a different perspective. Boogie Woogie Woogie ain't produced. No, let me. I'm just joking. I know. I know. Boogie Woogie was a good 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 brother. But Herb is definitely. <laughs> Who should be side by side with you? Okay, Thank Herb, you, go ahead with this last word. Well, hold up, hold up. Before you do that, uh, my good brother in Montgomery, man, brother, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. And I'm so sorry to tune in so late, man. I have family came in. So, oh, okay. Well, um, listen, man. As long as you to check in with you anyway, and uh, you know, of course, always uh, uh, articulate my support for you and the program and your guests as well. So, uh, thank you yeah. for your patience. All right, thank you, brother. Have a blessed weekend, man. Enjoy the Peace. family. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. Good. No, Baba uh, I'm glad you got him in to say hey. Mm-hmm. Baba Oshi, I um, I, I'm overwhelmed, man. I, I really am overwhelmed when I hear people who co-sign on to something, um, a thought that I have in my head. It 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 it, it, it just makes me go further. It makes me understand that we are we are victorious right now. See, we've already Oshi. We just don't under. We just can't get it in our heads that we won. Because if we were, if we had lost, we'd be gone. We would be out of here. White folks would have exterminated us. We've already won. That's why you see people acting the way they're acting now. Because they're they're getting upset, and then they're not upset, and now they're trying to change you. Then they're trying to change. Because we, I, I, I'm getting the feedback. It's truly because white people are white people are have come to realize that they either going to have to deal with us. We're not, you're not going to get rid of us. We're going to, we're going to leave ourselves because we already know this ain't our homeland, but you're going to have to eventually tell the truth because the truth stands by itself. Mm-hmm. You gave us a book that the truth will set you free. And we know the truth. Right. And the internet is the, is the trump card. Mm-hmm. The internet is what scares everybody because I got a computer in my hand. I just told somebody that I was in a movie. They can Google me right now and see if I'm lying. Mm-hmm. So now you can't tell me that you're that you're Hebrew. I just saw something on the internet that said I'm a Hebrew. Mm-hmm. Huh? Let's mm-hmm. have the discussion. We don't want to have the discussion. We don't want to talk about Hitler unless we're talking about Hitler the way we want to talk about Hitler. Mm. But no, there's another side to that. Hitler has a lot of similarities to Trump. Mm-hmm. You only talk about that when you want to change thought, when you want me to think a certain way. But you want me to pinhole me into, you better vote or you ain't black. I've been, I've been an African all my, all my life, Biden. <laughs> but you've been everything yeah. because politics is a business of compromise. When they're running Oshi, they're going to put a chicken in every pot. When they get in office, you know uh, I'm just human. Wait a minute, Obama, what happened to the change? Ain't nothing changed. 
Everything's the same. You're the same man that kicked your preacher to the, the one that married you to the curb because you thought he was going to stop right. you when he said, God that's damn right. America. Mm-hmm. Come on now. So Thinking that's an integrity issue. You have no integrity. You you can be bought and sold just like the rest of them. So, Brother Oshie, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. I have a lot more to say uh, when I get a chance to say it. Uh, this was refreshing. And, and the struggle continues, man. I'm yes, fighting every day. Yes, it does, dear brother. You know. All right, let's I, do I it. love you, man. I, I love really you too, do. My I love. I, I'm glad too, I'm on the man. earth at the same time that you are, <laughs> because this is. This, I'm so serious. This is amazing. This is so amazing, well, brother. But thank it. you again. Thank you. Thank you, brothers again. and sisters. I appreciate, it. and I say it all the time to be redundant, and but I really do, and and uh, I thank my good brother Irv Lewis for being co-host, and like I said, uh, for brother Jay, he will be on again, and and hopefully maybe in the future he'll. <laughs> have the show hey, get his own program how about that but um, <laughs> we end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko the most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed this program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind but not just the M-I-N-D but the M-I-N-E because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do it out, and sure in hell don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shimhotep means go in peace. Asante Sana means thank you. Bibi Fahodier. Bibi Fahodier means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. Peace, family. <laughs>